Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Now, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this breezy Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. Good morning, right. sir. Weather. All right. Looks like a windy forecast. They're calling today for windy with showers and thunderstorms, especially this morning and a few lingering showers through the afternoon. But a high of 61, north winds will pick up to 20 to 30 miles per hour right now they're east gusting to about 28 and about i don't know one to two inches of rainfall is expected some of it could be uh, heavy locally and then for tonight clear skies low of 47 north northwest winds 5 to 10 and then for tomorrow partly cloudy skies high of 57 north northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour and looking at tides for today they're running a little above normal with all that east wind been cranking for a few hours now. So uh, tides are up, but here's the forecast anyway on tides. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have a low this morning at 5.49 a.m. It's a negative 0.1, a high at 2.13 p.m. and 0.8, then a low at 7.03 p.m. and 0.7, and then a high at 9.22 p.m. and 0.8. That's about as weak of four tides as i've seen in a long time so that'll tell you the water's going to stay pumped up pretty high 7 14 a.m is sunrise 5 35 p.m sunset our moon phase 44 percent we're in a decline behind that full moon right now current conditions uh galveston channel showing uh, 59 degrees down there with 59 degree water east southeast winds are at 11 to 28 Eagle Point, it's 57 degrees with 55-degree water. East winds 25 to 30. And up at Morgan's Point in the north end of the complex, it's 54 degrees with 57-degree water. East-northeast winds 18, gusting to 25. Barometric pressure, 
at all stations is falling at 29.85 inches of mercury. So uh, barometer's dropping, cold front approaching, and uh, a lot of rain they're claiming. So that's kind of where we're at on our tides and our weather. Tides shouldn't be uh, much of a factor except above normal a little bit with these east winds. So that's where we're at. All right, well, let's uh, let's get fired up and get to these phone lines and uh, check in with a hammer this morning, see if he's underwater down there where he, where he lives in Freeport. Hammer, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. Not too much, uh, except for the wind. Yeah, it, it is blowing, up. Blowing 18. <laughs> 18 with 22-mile-an-hour gust at the moment. Oh, well, you're yesterday. calm there compared to everywhere else. It was blowing yesterday, buddy. We had plenty of it. Uh, I haven't I haven't been out. Well, I kind of got out on the porch, but I can't see where the tide is right now. But yeah. I know, like I said, with all that east wind, it should pile it on us. That's, that's for darn sure. But anyway, let's catch up to date now. Happy belated birthday and happy belated Thank you, Hammer. Year. Thank yes, you, sir. sir. How did your hunt go? I have to ask you. Excellent. I had a great time. I needed that. I had to get get me some. It was uh, get some of that South Texas. Is it Central Texas, South Texas? Or no, what? it's deep South Texas. Deep We're, South. Uh, okay. Yeah, we way down yeah, you there. Had have, you had to have some of that in your veins. <laughs> get, once you gotta year, love it. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Well, we didn't go to South Texas, but I got to go to the Deer Leagues for a couple of days. And anyway, let's see. Let's start back. Uh, when you got out of town, the last thing I did, the last fishing trip I was, was with my brother and my nephew, and uh, that was last Thursday. Front uh, had already came through. Uh, I think it blew through the day before, and we were going anyway, no matter what the weather did. Right. Uh, so 43 degrees last Thursday morning. And uh, the water temperature, I think we got like a 52-degree uh, reading. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those deals where the fish hadn't ate in a couple of days. Well, whatever, with the wind blowing like it was and everything, that, the, way it, the way it fell into place. But uh, we started picking up fish right off the bat, just some small ones. And uh, and they got bigger. And then uh, my brother caught in CPR to... Uh, a trout that was just under 25 inches and nice one was very, very careful with her oh it's just just beautiful and you know what i look it around at this little old base system i got or we got down here and and uh where we catch these fish and stuff and people wouldn't believe it I mean, there's not a bunch of fish like that swimming around down here but there's some good ones and uh, uh anyway we took a, took care of her got her back in the water uh, ended up they they kept three trout we released everything else we probably released mm-hmm. 20 fish and 10 that we could have kept but then they they just wanted a little meal or three, sure. three fish meal and so um i obliged and we had a great day and my hands froze that morning it was just one of those mornings where the wind was the east wind was oh man my knuckles were so cold <laughs> i didn't have any glove didn't have any gloves with me out there like a, a dummy but uh, man, my hands got cold. I had to just stop for a while and put them in my pockets and and just stand there and warm up for a while. But that, that was the coolest day that I've fished this year by far. And then, hey, I, you know, I, speaking of cold hands, I got a probably the best yeah. Christmas gift I got because of the way you know because I'm in the outdoors all the time. 
was a pair of those rechargeable hand warmers that fit in your pocket. Hey, I, they're the real deal. I Heck sampled those, them. Opening those bags and, you know, activating them and crunching on them. And, hey, All that you just, stuff. They're real nice. They fit perfectly in the palm of your hand, and they keep your pockets super warm inside. It's got three modes, like low, medium, and high. And, you know, I never uh, had to put mine on medium or high, either one. Man, they just, man, deer hunting, that made the, that made a big difference. Keeps that trigger finger warm in case you have to use it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because the day before yesterday, I went out to Rifle Speed. My buddy Kevin Rifle owns a feed store in Brazoria. He, he called me back in the office and said, hey, man, he's got his hands in his pockets sitting back. I said, look at you sitting back with your hands. He goes, yeah, look why. And he pulls both hands out, and he has one of those in each hand. He yeah. said, fill of this, fill of this. And he handed it. And I said, what are you going to do? And I thought he was going to shock me. But, man, that thing was warm. He had yes. a set of them, and uh, those are the ticket. Whoa. And my wife came in there, and when she felt of it, oh, she's going to have to have her some of those. <laughs> so, no, pocket warmers, buddy. And they, they were, he had them heated up. So I yeah. know exactly. That's a, that's a nice present. Uh, so it anyway, is. we headed out. Uh, we headed out Saturday. Went to the deer lease. And no, not not Saturday. Uh, yeah, it was too. Saturday morning. I met a uh, I met a couple of friends of mine out there. My wife and I. And uh, we got a late start. We didn't get out in the stand until about eight thirty Saturday morning. And uh, seen a bunch of deers. Lots of movement that morning. And then uh, just no shooters. I had a had a little old six, I mean, an eight point buck, uh, pretty nice little eight pointer that I was tempted to shoot, but I shot one like that last year and it was a half inch short and I felt bad about it and uh, he would have been a better deer this year. So this year I didn't even think about it. I seen that uh, I glassed him for a while and looked at him and looked at him and he he came all around me just just invite me to shoot him. No, I said you know what next year that'll be a good deer. Uh, so I let him go, and then I had a couple spikes uh, teasing me, and I let them go because they were so little. I just couldn't see shooting one of those little Yeah, they were babies. probably yearling spikes. You don't want to shoot one of them. They were. You that's know, Bambi. Said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not worth the ride out there. But uh, uh, I took that ride yesterday. I went out there. I didn't think I'd ever get there. I, I'm so glad I don't live in Houston. I couldn't deal with that every day. People, my uh, hat's off to you for having to drive in that every day. It's just, I'm a country you know, boy. <laughs> Believe I'm me. I'm like you. I avoid that at all costs, buddy. Go far away but from that, that city. Like the road to Belleville leads through Houston from my end of town, you know. Yes, so. sir, it does. Yes, sir. But anyway, that's that was a highlight of our camping uh because uh, 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 Doug and Nancy, the owners of the ranch, they came down after everybody left except for Melinda and I uh, on Sunday night, New Year's Eve. We had us a fire around that campfire, and I uh, I did one of those Belleville uh, bacon wrap stuffed pork loins. Oh and, man, uh, they just they they were O M G man. We're <laughs> melting your mouth. Stuff, I'll tell you what, there wasn't one bite left. <laughs> I bet there wasn't anything left of that. So so anyway, uh, didn't even hunt. Got up uh, Monday morning, New Year's Day, and it was foggy out there in Sweeney. Man, oh man, that ground fog was thick, 
and I was, and I hadn't even planned on hunting that day. I, I'm pretty much done for the season, and I told Doug I was. We had our chances this year. And, you know, there was a couple nice deer killed off of the property, and I'm just happy getting to go out there and do the camping and stuff like that, and just to be able to have a place to go. So it means, means so much to me. But uh, we had a great time, and uh, uh, even though we didn't get no deer, I mean, uh, not this time, it just didn't happen. And I know we still got this weekend, but I doubt it. I've, I've already called him and told him it's going to rain. It's going to be slick and nasty out there. So why why mess up the territory, you know, when it's like that? you got to just go out and start spinning your wheels and stuff. So, nah, I think we're pretty much done until next year. Until he calls up, let's go clean up camp and, you know, tidy up some things and, and get all the four-wheelers and all that stuff all wrapped up for the for the winter but uh that's about it down here i wish i had another report for you uh, i haven't talked to anybody um uh, like i said east wind is really ripping this morning i'm looking now we got 19 to 22 so yeah that's a conservative number i would say you walk out on that front porch and it feels a whole bunch different than that. yeah it's it's uh cranking it is cranking <laughs> and then it's gonna once that rain gets over in the front whistles through it's uh gonna be northwest 25 to 30 so Pretty good little was front. You, well, was you able to uh, ground check you one of those? Babies? Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I was having trouble. I, you know, usually I'll shoot a couple of bucks, but I didn't, I didn't find me a shooter that I could better what I have on the wall. And uh, right. but I finally got a chance, you know, the six-year-old deer that uh, old ratchet head eight, or well, actually a nine-point <laughs> if you want to count that little two-inch G four, but it. Uh, it needed to go, so uh, Blaine told me to lay her down, lay him down. So I did. That uh, got me some Belleville meat anyway. There you go. go I ready, didn't come buddy, home right empty-handed, but it was you know oh. even if I had of it was it was worth it. Had some really good hunts. I saw a lot of deer and just uh, the rut was just kicking in when I left. They were starting to run run the does real hard and. Uh, you know, their rut just lasts so long down there because those does just, uh, everything's bred at different times, you know, late in the season. I even saw some uh, little yearlings still uh, still nursing on a doe that late in the year. That's incredible. So his uh, his habitat rebounded after the drought this summer? Oh, he didn't, he didn't have the drought we did up here. The annual rainfall a normal year there is about 11 inches, and they ended up getting more rain this year down there than we did up here. Was, well, that's great. I've never been there this time of year and seen it as pretty and green as, oh, it, as it was. It was just uh, didn't even look like the same place that you're accustomed to looking at. Beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, that's like out in Sweeney. They had mowed everything a month or two ago, right. and all that fresh forage had come out. And uh, man, those deer, you know, they've already been shot at and everything. And I noticed all weekend long that they were just so spooky. And the good ones that I seen was back in the brush, and they wouldn't yeah. come out. That's why they, they're they good were, ones. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, buddy. They would, they would. They I didn't get big for nothing. There. <laughs> no, they'd come out in an opening, a little opening, a little right away, and I would see them for about three to five seconds and gone. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they haven't been shot at. There's shots going on. Uh, Brandon, uh, my buddy, killed a coyote, Captain Mickey, that looked like somebody's dog. It looked like a red fox. It was the same color as a fox, 
huh. white on the belly and under the chin and just a bright, uh, reddish looking. I mean, uh, our, our coyotes down here at the coast are just gray and scraggly looking. Man, this was one one heck of a dog. I mean, he's a dead huh. one now, but uh, but uh, probably the best place for him. But, man, we sat out there around that campfire, you know, New Year's Eve night, listening to all the packs of coyotes. Oh, going yeah. Off the old all song the dogs of the dark. Lord have mercy. They were wound up, buddy. All right, Hammer. I've got to run, yes, buddy. But uh, yes, if somebody wants to call you about going fishing, how do they get a hold of you? You bet. 713-208-0683. Y'all have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Okay, Glenn. Good talking to you. See you, man. Happy yes, New sir. Year. Thank All right, buddy. Thank you, buddy. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Friday morning, a little breezy out there. Weather's a little bit iffy. Uh, rain is definitely in the forecast. Uh Depending on where you're at, depends on, uh, you know, which bands come through you with these storms. But they're calling for anywhere from one to two inches locally, you know, around our area anyway. There's a big line moving this way, and it uh, stretches across the entire state. It's nothing nothing new. It looks like South Texas didn't get any of this the way it's training up from uh, just down below Texas from the lower Gulf in Mexico just moving up the coastline along that uh, ridge of the front coming in. But uh, it's January. This is what we deal with this time of year. That's the way it works. But uh, getting back to South Texas, it, uh, it's been a long time since I've gone down there this time of year and seen it so pretty and green like that. They've had uh, just the right amount of rainfall all year long. Well, the deer are showing it too. The how healthy these deer are. You know, some of those bucks down there, you know, it kind of blows your mind. You're, you know, when you're hunting, the first thing you look for is that, you know, mature deer. And uh, you'll see the little teenage, well, I call them teenage bucks, you know, like one to three-year-olds that uh, have that different configuration of their body and their necks and shoulders and all the way through to their hams. But, uh, you know they they've got really two different size bucks. You got those that are that are you know once their full maturity reaches them, they're you know from five, six, seven years old. You can just look at some of them will be like two hundred pounds plus, and other mature ones will be you know one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty pounds for a buck. And uh, all the all the deer look good. I mean, even the young ones. I mean, nothing nothing had that scraggly look like you would expect behind a drought or anything like that. So they've had plenty of foliage to uh, feed on all year. And there's some kind of broadleaf that's popping up, you know, from the uh, fog and all that moisture they get, plus with the rains that come through with these fronts. And uh, those deer will eat corn a while, and then they'll move off Sendera and start uh, eating that green broadleaf foliage coming out of the ground, kind of like spinach leaves. And uh, they're loving that. Even the cattle are jumping all over that down there. So everything looked good. And, uh, you know, what was really weird 
I never saw one coyote or one, you know, feral hog the entire time I was hunting. They're just strictly nocturnal right now. You hear them, but uh, you never see them. It's kind of strange how that works, but uh, it's, uh, you know, it turned out really good. We made some really, really enjoyable hunts. Very peaceful, no phones ringing, no traffic, no horns, no train horns, anything. It's just uh, like going to a different different planet. It's pretty neat. That's uh, kind of what I live for. And a lot of, you know, it was like I was talking to my wife, you know, she goes, I don't I don't understand why y'all just get so excited over that. It just, uh, you just have to do it to see how it is. I think if I could ever get her sit in a deer stand for about three or four days, she'd understand. It's, uh, it's very peaceful, pretty nice. But, uh, you know, if anybody wants to call in, we're having trouble, uh, getting rolling gads out of the bed. I need to get their lazy butts up and answer the phone, but, uh, we'll open the phone lines up. If you care to call and talk deer or, you know, fish or ask any questions about anything, we'd be glad to take your call this morning so we can get somebody on the phone line. Uh, call us at 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. Jake will uh, get you punched up and we'll uh, talk a little turkey, see what's up. But no, it, uh, it was uh, quite pleasurable and very enjoyable to go down there and get away and just get away from the hustle and bustle around here, the, the monotony you deal with year-round. That's why a lot of a lot of folks do it, and it's uh, just the sunrises. I saw some of the prettiest sunsets I've seen in years down there. The cloud cover, everything was just perfect for it, you know, on those evening hunts when the sun was going down. I even took some photos of it. I mean, just a beautiful red and orange sky with the clouds layered in there. That uh, that makes you uh, appreciate what uh, we really still have around. Get away from all the monotony, so to speak, but uh, a lot of fun. Plus, you get to hang out with uh, a lot of good people and meet new friends, and it's very enjoyable. And uh, I appreciate Blaine always uh, keeping the door open for me down there and letting me in and you know, get my opportunity to go down there and have a really good time. It's uh, really fun. And, you know, as far as I can see, you know, while I was down there, a few people I were talking to up here said the tides were really low while I was gone, and I uh, hadn't had a chance to fish since I got back. But uh, maybe next week we'll see how that rolls up. But And saw a lot of, a lot of new guns, a lot of guys that come down there and hunt the same time I'm there. One of them had him a new six six uh, six eight western. He shot a deer with it, and uh, that's a that's a new caliber that you know I've, I've got a couple of friends that uh, killed elk with them. It's a pretty good round, and he seemed to like it. But most everybody's sticking with the six five PRCs and you know two fifty sevens, the old three hundred wind mag. I mean, how do you go wrong with that? Especially South Texas deer. They're pretty tough. If you kind of kind of miss a little bit with your shot location, you know those magnums will uh, definitely do the job for you. You get uh, 
a real fast, hard-hitting bullet with a lot of penetration and peel back on the projectile and uh, it does some damage. It'll uh, knock that game down where you can find it. That's that's the biggest deal down there is when you uh, just miss a shot. Maybe, you, you know, pulled it a little bit. It may be a little farther back or you didn't compensate for the wind or you get some bullet drop and hit it low. That uh, Those bigger rounds like that will definitely work in your favor without losing a deer. Nobody wants to lose a deer. That's Man, that's a nightmare, especially on evening hunt. You hit one and don't knock him down. It uh, makes for a long night, especially for Craig and Travis and all of them that go out there in, the, in that wild brush looking for them. And uh, a lot of times you got to call the dogs in, get a dog on them, and nine times out of ten they'll find them laid up. You just get there to them and finish them off. Or they may have, may have already expired. You know, a deer might have died already. So, but you got to find it because if you don't, the coyotes and and everybody else will. Well, let's get some callers going here. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. What's up? Morning, long time listener, first time caller. Well, bring it, man. Good to hear from you. What's up? Well, I'd like to give a shout-out to these veteran organizations like HHO and uh, several others, Hill County Veterans Alliance, that put time and effort into getting veterans out to uh, go hunt and fish. Right. That's that's awesome. I've managed to get the second my second buck ever 10-pointer this, this year out in... Uh, Gulfway. Where at? Gulfway, Texas. Where's that? Out in the hill country. Okay. Uh, south of, over south of Waco, just east of Waco. Okay. And that big brute jumped the fence. I thought he was going to go the other way. The guide said, get your gun out the window. <laughs> I said, he went the other way. He said, get your gun out the window. <laughs> get ready. Yeah, he walked out from behind that big juniper. He uh, grunted at him. He stopped. I thought he was going to get a side perfect shot angle on him, but he swung his buddy in the round. Uh-oh. And I had to hit him right in the chest. Well, nothing wrong with Exploded that. Exploded the heart. Run him the other way with a 30-30. The old 30-30. How many deer have dropped to those? couple <laughs> yes sir i had uh i had the same deal but my deer didn't jump the fence and uh set up for me the one i was hunting golly what a gorgeous just monster 10 pointer perfectly symmetrical wide tall heavy and i'm just uh i got the gun out the window had it sitting on a sandbag just waiting for him to jump the fence but he wouldn't come on over he uh he didn't want to party I'm glad he partied for me. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the That's only a... one I got this year, so. Are, are you a veteran? Yes, sir, I am. U.S. Oh. Navy. Appreciate your service. Really do. No, I appreciate everything everybody else does for us. Yeah, there's. Uh, no, I, I can't say enough about all the guys, you know, whether it's fishing or hunting that uh, get these 
vets and wounded warriors and guys like that out there in the field and uh, give them that firsthand experience and, you know, do such a fantastic job getting them in the blinds and putting them on game. It's uh, it's really a, you know, you hear a lot of negative stuff these days, but it really is still a good world we live in, you know, if you're in the right place yeah. with the right people. You I, know I, what I mean? I, yes, sir. I've never had a bad experience with any of them. That's and they awesome. go out of their way to to treat you well. I mean, well, they appreciate what you've done, and and uh, and everybody else has done. I mean, that's uh, some some people are unappreciative, but uh, the majority aren't. They uh, they appreciate it, and uh, my hats off. Yes, them. I come from a family like that with a lot of veterans in it, and uh, special people, man. Yes, sir. And the fish dude, he's a hell of a guy. You like old Richard? He's a good guy, isn't he? Oh, man. <laughs> Me and my nephew went fishing with him last year for our birthday. Right. And it, it, he can talk. Yes, he can. Boy, he can talk. He's, he's got the gift of gab. <laughs> yes, well, sir. I'm glad he's back out there fishing again with a new hip. Well... Well, I tell you, Tim, I appreciate the call, and I'm glad you had you a good hunt and got you a nice deer, and uh, stay in touch. Appreciate your call. Definitely will. We'll keep listening. I'm on my way to work. All right, buddy. You have a great day. You too, sir. Thank you. you. All right, next up, let's go to Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. You're on the outdoor show. What's up? Good morning. Uh, Good morning. I was just wanting to – I would like to compliment Richard Tosh, too. (laughs) It's the Richard Tot Show this morning. How about that? That's awesome. Hope he's listening. He's up at Rayburn pre-fishing right now. Yeah, yeah. We we had uh, booked a trip on December 9th, and uh, I'm 61 years old and never have paid for a fishing trip. You know, I fish all the time, but uh, this was special. I went to two of my friends from school and uh, treated us like a king. I mean, it was – I'd never had anyone take all the fish off of my hook before I could touch them. <laughs> And it was really, it was really a, a good trip. I just, he's very professional. And I yeah, just he is. Give a shout out, give a shout out to him. And he's uh, it got the out. gift of gift of gab and the gift of uh, putting people on fish. That's uh, and, and he loves what he does. He's very passionate about it. I don't know anybody I talk to that loves fishing like Richard. Oh, it was. It, I just loved enjoying. You know, I enjoyed listening to him talk. The wisdom that he had, and it's right. it's from putting. You put time on the lake, any body of water, if you spend enough time on it, you learn it. And you know day to day, you know what's happening, where the fish are, where the bait is. Exactly. And, uh, and it's uh, and one of my friends has the gift of gab, too, and I was kind of half concerned whether they would clash or, you know, be friends. And, and they just got along so good, and it was it was a really good trip. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Well, well, I appreciate that, Jeff, and uh, appreciate the call this morning. Yes, sir. I uh, work night shifts forever and always listen to you on the weekends like an old friend. Thank you. Hey, thank you, sir. You have a good day. Thank you. All right. All right, next up, let's go to Ray in Highlands. Hey, Ray, what's up, buddy? Well, we just had our wind switch, so I'm waiting on the rain now. So, um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, I, my my latest story is uh, how to teach an old dog new tricks. Of course, I'll be 85 this year, and 
that granddaughter that fishes with me all the time, the, the one that you know, she's moved in the Braunfels, and uh, she's taken up fly fishing down there because of her proximity to the Guadalupe down there. Right. And and I just texted you a picture of, of a redfish that she caught on the fly. I saw that. That was a pretty picture, beautiful photo. <laughs> yeah, that's a good-looking girl with a good-looking fish, and I'm going to hook her I wasn't going to go there, but uh, now that you mention it, yeah, she's very pretty. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook her up for her birthday. I'm going to get her on with uh, Cisneros down there and because he's he's fly fishing down there in Laguna and uh, get her to go down there and fish with him because I'm sure, uh, I don't know how professional he is with it. I see he's just now taking it up, but. Or maybe he's been doing it all along. Why did I say that? I don't know that he's just taking it up, but yeah. he's doing it. And um, so I'm gonna. I've bought her a trip with him uh, for her birthday, so we'll get that together down the line. And I may go down there. I'm not gonna try that fly fishing. I tried it just a few minutes, just out here on the driveway with her. And I'm gonna tell you something, my brother. That's a whole different deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's a whole different game. You know, I did it a lot when I was young. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I don't take my bait caster away from me. <laughs> I'm very confident speaking, with that. Speaking of that, you know, I'm still, of course, you know, my, my world kind of checked out three years ago and now it's, I'm having to get my social calendar, which is a wreck back in, back going again. And I'm still on my old orange, uh, concept, which was the, the bearingless one that we, that we all yeah, tried. That, I get uh, that Z, isn't it the uh, concept Z, the orange ones? I man, I, there's so many of them. I've I've got them. I can't remember all the numbers and names to them. Man, I just chunk them. Well, and I'm glad you said that because <clears throat> I wasn't that happy with that. Uh, I don't remember whether it was a Z, Mickey, or what it was, but it was the only orange one that they did, mm. and the, it was it was advertised to be the one that didn't have any bearings in it. It was. Um, and well, I mean, you can throw that thing into the next zip code, but it's just—it's noisy. And uh, I still get it on a snack, crackle and <laughs> snap, crackle and pop, green HTU rod, uh, rod, which is <laughs> which I, I've always Rice liked. Crispy but, rod, yeah. snap, crackle yeah, and pop. <laughs> well, you know, I never did have any trouble with those, and I know you did, and I know a lot of people that did, but I still got one, and I love it. And but if I'm going to go buy a new uh, concept, which one am I going to buy? And what's the, what's the rod of the day? That's that's like our old shrimp tail special special Man, that we love. I'd have to go with a Waterloo rod and uh, that uh, white, the Concept C Gen Two. You know, Cliff Gen, and I oh, were talking okay. about while we, we were down there fishing together when I was down at Baffin <clears> with him, and that's what we were both throwing and. I got two new ones. I've well, I call them new. They're a year and a half old now. I just can't. I can't. Uh, I can't wear them down. They just uh, <clears throat> well, pass you like know, a dream smooth as silk, very quiet, and uh, keep on chunking. Well, they've got several different Gucci models above that one now. That saltwater series, and I, I'm looking at it now on their uh on their web page but um, i'm i'm all over that white one my neighbor has a white one and he loves it and i've They're grown the best that a for the buck you know for the price and then the uh durability of are them. they still 250 
249. Sometimes you can find them for 199, 189. Just depends. You got to look around. You can find them on sale somewhere. And, what know, What's the Waterloo number? Uh, which, well, which, it depends on uh, what you, whether you want the Slam Mag, the HP Light. I like the HP Light for the way I fish. You know, with soft plastics. You know, it's kind of like the yeah. old, uh, you know, waiter special light. And uh, you know, likes that HP Light. Also, he uses it a lot. Well, all of us that came up through the All Star Shrimp Tail Special World are still oh, on yeah. that. Still like that same feel, and and I'm taking it from what you're saying that that was probably pretty close. Well, what to they've it. done is taken that they took all the mushiness out of it, like we had back then. They put a faster <laughs> tip on it for that good whippy action, but it it's got a fast taper down to the guts of the rod, and uh, for better hook set and the cap- capability in fighting bigger fish. And it just uh, technology is it five is it five seven or six. It's uh, six, uh, I think it's six, six or six, seven, somewhere in there. Castaway oh, right. has a model similar to that in the uh, the Donk series, whether you're wanting a skeleton or whatever one of their premium rods is. But All right, Ray, i got to run. I'm on a break, but uh, I appreciate the call. You have a good one. All right. Talk to you later, my brother. Later, buddy. All right. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. I was a highwayman. Along the coach roads I did ride. With sword and pistol by my side. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. Weather's a little iffy, but uh, hey, that's what they make radio for. All right, let's go to Mike Williams. Good morning, Mike. You're up bright and early this morning, bud. Yeah, I usually don't get up this early, but the rain woke me up, and I was out catching some rain and some barrels, and uh, I figured I'd turn the radio on and listen to it, and then I heard you lost your people. Uh, I got a fun... Oh, lazy dads are just wore out from the long gear. They're just sleeping in this morning. Good morning to do it on the rain yeah. morning. Well, you got you to gotta get a little rest every now and then. Yes. Anyway, I fun question for you <clears throat> and there's not maybe three men in, in the world that I could ask this question to and and take what they said uh, and, and, and anyway here's the question okay this is going to be a fun question you're going to enjoy it you and James Fogg are going to go back in time 38 40 years ago okay and uh, you're on the hole, and you're sitting there at dawn, waiting for, waiting for the sun to come up just a little bit so you can see what you're doing. And uh, you tell James, he said, look, we know this front's coming, and the front that's coming is one of the worst cold fronts of modern times. And we know these fish are going to move in front of this front. And we also know that it's going to cross the Galveston Beach Run somewhere between 5 p.m. and about 7 p.m. So when the sun goes down today, the stopwatch starts when you wade into the water, okay? And when that front hits us, it's over. I mean, when that wind shifts to the north, it's over. So James says, man, I'm going to go out there today, Mick, and I'm going to kick your butt. I'm going to catch more fish than you, and all the fish I catch are going to be bigger than yours, okay? 
Okay. <laughs> so you go out there and in the mix with these trout, these trout are running from about uh, six pounds on, on average. They're running from about six pounds to fish nine four, nine six, okay. Nothing over nine six, okay. Good, I mean way, way above average, okay. Okay. Right. And there's not too many places probably in the state of Texas that could hold trout like that. And sometimes I wonder why that place well I know why it did. We it had why. yeah, it had a lot of things going for it. Anyway, so yeah. You you got to think about this for a minute. With all the stuff they got out there now, and everything is advanced. I mean, everything—the reels, rods, line, lures, blah 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 blah. So, if you could go back in time, and under that scenario, when you wait out there and you open up your lure box, and you got to remember now. There's a lot of big reds. There's 30-inch reds mixed into the mix, which is crushing. They're crushing lures. I mean, like crushing them. Like right. putting them in a box and crushing them, okay? You know how a redfish eat, eat up a lure. So, you know, I need, I see some of these these rubber lures, and they cost whatever they cost. And, you know, and a redfish hits it, and it's like, well, you can throw that one in the trash. That's so, old. anyway, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the real world, okay? Yeah, it is. Plus, we're we're going in there, and it, it, luck ain't got nothing to do with this. It ain't got nothing to do with it. You know the fish are there, and you know they're going to eat. And the only thing that's on your mind is, I've got to catch more fish and bigger fish than James, and I got X amount of hours to do it. And every time you catch a fish, you tell you know you got somebody there that can actually weigh the fish and say, okay, Mick, that one weighed eight six. And the next one you catch, you say, okay, make that one weigh seven four. And they're tallying. And, when, and when that front hits you, then you see which one caught the most fish. Okay, here's a question. What lure are you going to pull out of your tackle box? Well. For, 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 yeah, okay, go ahead. For speed and... Uh... And, uh, you know, as far as catching a lot of them fast and uh, hooking them and holding them, getting them to your hands and everything, man, I'm going to have to go with a – even though I want to say mirror lure, I've got to go with a soft plastic. And people, you know, go, well, I, I don't think you can catch that big a fish on soft plastics. Well, I'm here to beg to differ because I have. And uh, – and at that place there, I've caught a lot of giant fish where we're talking about with soft plastic. Matter of fact, my first legitimate 10-pounder came there on a soft plastic in like 83 or whenever. And, uh, right. But, you know, that that's a, that's a loaded question. Plus, I can get the fish off the lure quicker. I can hold him better. Plus, if I do hook, you know, those reds in between, I've got a better chance of, uh, you know, getting that fish in getting it off and uh all if anything goes wrong all i gotta do is thread another saw plastic on i'll have to tie another valuable mirror lure on there there was times and places for that back then and uh but day in and day out yeah 51m mirror lure depending on what color you like whether it was chartreuse or the 808 uh, 
you know, 801s, you know, SHPs. Woody, and, uh, we did some damage on them fish with those lures, man. Well, that's what I was thinking in my brain. I, in my brain, if I could go back to that day and live it again, I, I would. I, I still, even knowing what I know now about rubber, you know, and they, and I agree with you there. And it seems like in South Texas, uh, the eel-like rubber baits are coming on strong with big fish. So, mm-hmm. but it, that's that's a whole different country down there. I mean, it you can't compare Gallison Bay to. Bathroom. No, I mean, you can't. No- They're both different, but uh, they uh, a lot of lures we use up here work really good down there, and vice versa. But uh, I know what you mean about the eel bait. You know, like when they came out with a shad based, you know, shad body bass ass and a rat tail. That, uh, my goodness, how many big fish were caught on that bait, especially in a red shad. Use. Yeah. Uh. But anyway. As it goes down in history, I I, I think the fifty one M series mirror lure will go down in history as one of the greatest lures ever made for trout. Oh, yeah. And you no go doubt. out and like you and and I mean it's like I said is uh, you know all about the fifty one M series mirror lure. I mean you've caught as many fish on them as anybody, and it is. Uh, I was talking to a guy the other day, and he goes, "How come uh, you know mirror lure lost all their sales?" And I said, "Well." I think if you go into a, any any store you want to go into that sells uh, saltwater lures, there's there in the in the world of sporting goods stores, there's a thing that's called shelf space, right? And it's it's much space you get in the store. And if something don't sell, it don't get no shelf space. It don't get right. no shelf space. Go into the store tomorrow and see how much shelf space a 52m and a 51m mirror still gets, which means they still those, catch fish. <laughs> yeah, they're. 50, we still use them. Old. I mean, there's you know, there's time and a place for them, and uh, I still fish with them, especially this time of year, leading on up into March. I'm gonna I'm gonna have some in my waiting box. You can you can bank on that, always. Yeah. Okay, Mick, I enjoy. As like I said, there's not, I don't know, but two or three men I would even ask that question to, and and respect the answer they gave me. Well, okay, I, I heard that, Mike. That's likewise. That door swings both ways, brother. Okay, thank you very much. All right, see you, man. All right. Bye. Captain Mike Williams weighing in this morning. Now let's go down to South Padre. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Brian Barrera, see what he's up to this morning. Hey, Brian, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Couldn't be better. It's all good. Rested up. Ready awesome. Grind them out for another year, man. How are you doing? Same old thing. Back on the water. Starting my, my fishing trip counter back at, you know, zero again and Fishing, running it up again, running up the fishing trip clock, That's you know. Another, another year, and you got a bunch of good years ahead of you, buddy. Yeah, what I'd give to I be your age again and know what I know now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how it is, but who knows? I'm going to be doing some fishing today. It's raining right now, so we kind of got our whole our call on. I mean, our trip off rain tentative. right now? Well, that's good. Yeah, rain and lightning, but... Little, huh? Yes, sir. Definitely could. It's been a little dry, but uh, it's supposed to let up around nine or ten, and we're gonna go. But if it extends some, past uh, ten o'clock and keeps and keeps raining, we're just gonna call it because he's it's his birthday and he's got to do stuff with his family. And I'm right. going to uh, the ranch today. Take one last shot at dropping a buck. Right. That part of the country, them, them bucks are running now, buddy. They're finally chasing yeah. does good. That's good. Yeah, my uh, my 
mom and dad were on the blind last night and saw quite a bit of nice deer. We're both tempted to shoot one, but they didn't. So I'm going to run up there with my girlfriend. Well, they're waiting for you to get there to, to clean them for them. <laughs> yep, that's the deal. They're waiting for me to get there to clean that's them. That's what your daddy's doing. He, he ain't no fool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, but. It's been good fishing. We've been doing a lot. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked, but uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff, uh, mainly, you know, redfish and trout in the flats and then catching my snook. Right. And uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, the snook fishing hasn't really gone off yet, but it started getting better. You know, I've had a couple of 20, 30 fish days, uh, right. but I had a few uh, like really slow days where we had to work. I had the all tingers in town for three days that we had spoke about and and uh, we had some good days of fishing. They were hard, but luckily I had a crew that was, those guys are good fishermen. So we got her done. We're landing, you know, somewhere between seven and ten snook a day along with some trout and stuff like that. And then awesome. I think the last day we got like 20, 25 snook and uh, big trout. So that was good. And then, you know, I've been hitting hitting the flats and uh, the weatherman's been a little bit off. So luckily I've been taking my trolling motor because he's been saying it's going to be blowing, you know. 10, 15, and then all of a sudden it's blowing zero, and it's like glass flat out there. You know, I've been having to like troll up and down the intercoastal of my trolling motor and pick up some limits of trout while we wait for the wind to pick up so we can go and drift for some redfish. You know, got you. So we've been having to catch like, I mean, it's mostly small ones in the intercoastal. You know, it's like that I'm getting a lot of rats. You know, when I'm dragging it off the edge, a lot of like 14 to 16 and a half inches you know but mm. you're getting your your box fish for the people that want to take home some fish to eat and stuff and then then as soon as the wind picks up we run back onto the flats and start drifting around for redfish and bigger trout well oh and i had uh, i was hunting with some guys uh kirk and his son went fishing with you this year and, oh yeah uh, they uh they had nothing but high praises for you they talked really good about you and the knowledge you have for your age and and uh how hard you worked and you know reading the water and telling them where to throw and just they they said man that 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 was a real pleasure they said they will be coming back that's great those are good people i couldn't get over how how good a guy you were that's awesome that's good to hear i work hard they told me that they were heading up there to go uh to go hunting with you Yep, we do that every year at Christmas time. That same group comes in the same time I do. We have a blast. They're a good bunch of people. You know, Sean and Kirk and all the bunch, Brian and good boys. That's great. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing the fishing deal, running running these trips and, and drifting a lot. I've been picking up a little bit of wade fishing here and there. You know, obviously the tarpon are gone now, so mm. I'm back chasing Focused on the trout and the snook. You're a flat um, scat really now. Catch yep, <laughs> yep. I really want to try to catch a bunch of big trout this year. I've got a new boat coming in at uh, the end of February. So what are you getting? It's going to be cool. I'm getting that new uh, Shallow Sport X3, 25-footer. Yeah, those are fine. I've, I've seen some footage on those. That's a, that's a bad-to-the-bone boat. Especially for down your way, what a what a rig! Yep. It'll be hopefully it'll be able to get me on the flats, and I'll be able to catch my tarpon off of it. Oh yeah! So it's gonna be cool. I got that three fifty TRP on there, so it'll move around a little bit. Four wheel drive. 
a TRP, yeah. something else. What a it'll be my first time trying it. Yeah, you're you're gonna get spoiled immediately. Yeah. Huh. I'm Once you run that, that's all it. you're ever gonna want to run down there, man. <laughs> you need him down here, you know. It's so it's you so do. shallow. It's a beast, man. I'm glad. I think that I think that'll help myself, my clients. Sure. I have better days of fishing. That's Get out a heck there a little for I'm looking forward to it. I did see a couple of juvenile tarpon rolling yesterday uh, while we were fishing, but they don't pay much attention to lures this time of year, you know, and I don't really live bait fish this time of year. So right. we just kept on moving along. But uh, the snook were biting good. You know, we're fishing for them secondary drop-offs, basically. So as soon as you hit the shoreline, you've got your original drop-offs that, like, you know, bank beaters would hit and stuff, guys would just cruise and throw at the shoreline. Uh-huh. But the snook seemed to have been on the secondary drop-off, which is like if you're on your boat beating the bank, that means they're sitting underneath your right, feet. Right, you're sitting on top yeah. of them. Exactly. Yeah, and so they've been off that secondary drop-off, which is a really hard thing. It was hard for me to grasp when I first started fishing because it's so hard to just stand out there and fish empty water, you know? Right, uh, plus it's, you know, you've got, you got to have the wind and the current just right, you know, where you can work your lure and get in that strike yep. zone on that secondary drop. You've got it. Yep, and that's why it was hard last week because we had so much current ripping with the full moon that, right. you know, you're fishing 16 feet and you got a quarter ounce or a three-eighth ounce jig. You throw it, you know, by the time it gets down there, it's shifted, you know, three, four feet over to the side or something, three feet. Yeah, current comes into play big time. So you really got to use your... Kentucky windage to throw it ahead of the spot and you know let it. it drift into the zone and uh, it's good though but because when you got big currents like that I can fish areas that I don't normally fish there's a lot of floating docks and stuff that normally you throw in your lure will just sink straight down but um, when I get these ripping currents I'll go along a lot of floating docks throw my lure to the side of them and let my let the current you know pull my lure underneath it I get to fish a spot that I would normally yeah, never exactly get a lure and lures don't normally ever get under there either because you know you drift your lure all the way underneath this dock and pull some good fish out of there and got you you know all right brian i've got to roll my friend i'm out of time if somebody wants to call you about coming down and hooking up with you this spring how they get a hold of you man sure thing i appreciate the time um phone call would be the quickest way area code 956-755-9413 or you can check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, Brian. You have a good year. I'll talk to you next week. You be safe, buddy. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. See you, man. All right. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.